Hi, I'm Dustin, and this show is all about interviewing people who have successfully gotten into the collection of industries of gaming, esports, influencer management, streaming services, YouTube, and more. This interview is with Ara Leo Masurlian, who has had a longtime career on the agency side, representing major brands like Lexus, Genesis, Mercedes-Benz, and he recently served as Cloud9's Senior Manager of Marketing Partnerships. Enjoy. Ara, how's it going? It's going great. Thanks a lot, Dustin. Awesome. Well, it's. I just want to thank you for, for being on here. I feel like you would be a great resource for people who really want to break into the industry, whether it's esports or the agency side. And I feel like you've done a whole lot on, on both ends of those things, especially working with Cloud9 Cloud and a lot of these major organizations who were, who were clients on the agency side. So yeah, thanks so much for being here. Yeah, absolutely. It's a pleasure. Thank you for asking me to be here and happy to be a resource and provide insights, uh, you know, from my experience and you know, however I can provide valuable information, uh, especially to uh, people, you know, uh, starting out right out of college or kind of just looking to make a career transition. Um, you know, definitely excited to provide any sort of information that I can. Awesome. Great. Well, let's just jump into the, the questions that, that I've got for you. And so the first one is, can you share a quick history on your background and how you ended up getting into esports slash gaming? Yeah, absolutely. Um, my background uh, prior to Cloud9 uh, is working on the agency side, you know, managing various uh, brand accounts such as Lexus or Cricket Wireless or Mercedes-Benz or Genesis and working with these brands and helping them um, develop their sponsorship portfolios and negotiating with various properties and uh, creating activation plans and executing those activations. Um, and I was looking to uh, move to the team and property side uh, of the sports world and looking at the landscape of uh, you know what was available. And you know, I saw esports as uh, a place back in 2018 that was, you know, big, but still not quite to where it is today. And I thought there was an interesting uh, niche to create for myself, um, for someone that had my background. And um, honestly, uh, I think some of it had to do right place, right time. But I think, you know, my, my background and, you know, providing, uh, you know, the, the service that I did to big brands and what Cloud9 was doing and working with, you know, some big brands and new brands that they were going to bring on to their uh, sponsorship portfolio. I think there was some good synergy there. Um, and so even though I may not have a true endemic gaming background myself or really, uh, you know, having much of an esports uh, knowledge or background prior to Cloud9, I think there was just some uh, consistencies with my background and what they were looking for. And um, you know, I think just uh, I had worked hard to develop my, my background and resume, and um, I think it just matched up with uh, what they were looking for and the timing. And so I was fortunate enough to join, obviously, you know, a top tier one, um, you know, esports team and organization globally. Nice. That's awesome. Well, thanks for really breaking that down so people really kind of have this, this uh, over, overview uh, in terms of where you've been and what you've done. Uh, so the next question we have here is, what are some of the biggest skills you've built uh, to be successful in the roles that you've held? Um, I would say the, the the number one skill is relationship management. I think any 
anytime you're working in uh, the service sector, which at the end of the day, uh, you know, that's that's what we're doing on the agency side, or that's what we're doing. Even on the team side, you're providing um, a service uh, to another company or to um, whoever it may be. And so I think it's just, you know, building and cultivating those relationships, I think is is the biggest key and skill set. I think outside of that, it's, um, you know, communication, uh, being a strong communicator, whether it's, um, you know, responsiveness and detailed um, in your email and you know, presentations and uh, calls and follow-ups and just making sure, uh, especially on the account side, you are kind of the glue person. So it's really ensuring projects are moving forward. Um, you know, you're working with all your internal stakeholders and keeping your clients uh, and partners uh, up to date on what's going on, problem solving. So I think those are some of the uh, the key ones right there. So I'd say relationship building, communication. Uh, I would say being very thorough and detailed uh, in your just day-to-day work. Um, you know, I take a lot of pride in being very thorough in all my communication, uh, whether it's with folks internally, whether it's people directly in my team, uh, whether it's with my clients or partners. Um, I think uh, making sure, you know, sometimes you have to deliver, you know, hopefully most of the time you deliver good news and great updates, but sometimes you have to deliver bad news and, and, and tough updates to folks. I think just being transparent and, you know, being able to figure out uh, the right way to approach that and being thorough and detailed, uh, I think, just goes a long way. And people appreciate that. So I'd say definitely the top three skill sets that I think I have seen work um, are relationship building and cultivation, uh, communication, and being thorough and detailed. Awesome. That I feel like that's that's definitely kind of me being a little bit on the account management side and, and working with brands. Some that that is, I can definitely agree with those those points for sure. So, yeah, yeah. it's 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 cool how uh, how relatable and some of these these skills these soft skills are in terms of being transferable across different roles and and, and whatnot. And yeah. so, and I yeah. think I think on top of that, I think it's just you know having a a business curiosity, I think more than anything, um, you know, just thinking uh, whether it's outside the box. I know it's a, a cliche term, but thinking outside the box, um, just being a problem solver at the end of the day, um, because it, uh, usually there's something that always pops up that just doesn't go according to plan. So it's figuring out alternate solutions and being a problem solver uh, for your clients or your brands, uh, I think is, is really key as well. So just having that business curiosity and just a, just a strong business acumen um, is also just an important component of, uh, you know, being successful in these types of roles. Yeah. I've, I've been in a spot where I've had to deal with a lot of things that are generally outside of the, of the job description and being able to figure out a game plan in your head on how you're going to approach that problem and systematically following all the steps that you think may work in order to come to a solution is definitely, definitely up there. Yeah, it's funny you say that. I'd say uh, 75% of what I dealt with on a daily basis was probably outside of what would be like on a written job description. <laughs> and I think that's just uh, the nature of the, the way that just things run. There's just new opportunities that come up or, you know, workarounds you have to come up with, obviously, with the latest stuff that's happening with COVID that's not written in any job description. So it's thinking quickly on your feet and brainstorming with your with your team on figuring out um, you know, alternate uh, methods of how you're going to bring, um, you know, activations and, and the brands to life. Um, and so I think it's just, 
honestly, like where I've been, I feel like majority of the things you, you work on on a daily basis tend to kind of fall outside the, uh, uh, you know, the job descriptions. But uh, again, you just got to be nimble. Uh, you got to be able to adapt quickly, um, you know, and just be ready to go. And I think if you have that mindset, uh, you know, you'll be, you'll figure it out. You'll be successful. Awesome. Great, great. That's, that was an, a fantastic answer to that question. And so what I've got here for my third question is, which projects and achievements have you had that you're most proud of throughout your entire career? Um, I would say, I mean, I've worked on, obviously, uh, in a lot of different areas with a lot of different brands and different companies. Um, I would say just from a holistic standpoint, just just having the opportunity to honestly work with, you know, these these big brands, uh, you know, anywhere from Fortune 5 to Fortune 500 companies, just that and alone in itself is, is, is a big kind of uh, achievement and something that I'm proud of um, having worked, um, you know, with smaller startup type of entrepreneurial uh, agencies and companies all the way to, you know, larger, more established companies. So I think just having that breadth of experience and working um, in different areas, I think is, is a huge achievement. I'd say the one that really just stands out the most is just, you know, going into an industry like esports where, I, you know, I'm not a gamer uh, endemically. I, I didn't know much about it. And here I am now going in um, into a role in, in a very, you know, Cloud9 is a, is a, you know, a very big name from a, from a brand standpoint uh, in esports and everyone globally that follows gaming and esports has heard of Cloud9. But, you know, at the same time, they, they operate very uh, uh, lean and they operate, uh, you know, very entrepreneurially. So you got to go in and, and figure things out on your own. So going into a new industry, uh, not knowing much, uh, going to go work with these big brands uh, is was a big undertaking and one that I uh, was able to, you know, it took me a few months to kind of get into the swing of things. But I think, you know, working with a brand like AT&T, for example, and launching uh, a brand new endemic esports show, um, you know, from the ground up that was uh, on our Twitch channel, on Cloud9's Twitch channel, um, you know, a 30, 30 episode, uh, you know, original programming and content talking about Cloud9 and esports in general and figuring out, you know, what the branding's going to look like, figuring out what the segments are going to look like, um, you know, who are working with a production company on, on the talent and the hosts and just everything you can imagine uh, putting that together um, and working on a narrative to help, you know, uh, bridge the gap between, um, you know, what AT&T is doing uh, and within the world of esports. So, you know, I take definitely a lot of personal uh, pride and passion in that particular project. And obviously there's a lot of people that contributed to that. And I'm very thankful and I keep very good relationships with, with a lot of them. But I would say um, stepping into something outside of my comfort zone in, a, in an industry that I, I really didn't know much about and, um, you know, uh, putting together some incredible campaigns and activations, you know, with, like I said, brands like at and uh, Microsoft and Omen, which is a, a, you know, the gaming brand for HP and then obviously brands like HyperX and Logitech uh, and Puma. So um, exciting, exciting stuff. And, uh, you know, uh, that's, that's really where my biggest thing is on the agency side, you know, I would say, um, you know, I was, uh, Obviously, again, a team, uh, obviously, it's always a team collaboration, collaboration, but, you know, helping orchestrate uh, a partnership deal between, um, you know, Lexus and the Dodgers, uh, especially when they had the uh, 
ownership change back in uh, 2000, I believe it was 2012. So, um, and having Lexus be a big, you know, um, partner of the Dodgers uh, at that time. And so being, um, you know, a pivotal part of that process was something uh, that I still, you know, hold near and dear to my heart to this day. Wow. That's, yeah, that's, that must've been super serious for, for all of those projects. And especially with what you did with AT&T, the amount of production and organization and all of the, the juggling with all the different parties involved must have been uh, a ton of work for you. It, yeah, of course it's a lot of work, but, uh, it, you know, it takes a small, but mighty army. Obviously we had some great partners, uh, you know, we worked with uh, AT&T's agency, Wasserman, who did a, an incredible job, and they were very helpful in moving things along, um, you know, with the client at AT&T. And then internally, we had very strong content team, you know, very strong production team, as well as creatives and graphic designers. Um, you know, our social team played a key role in helping promote it. Uh, great hosts like Monty, uh, who's obviously big in the in the esports industry. But it all goes back to the, the stuff we were talking about earlier about the skill sets. It's about you know, building those relationships. It's about being a strong communicator. It's about being very detailed and thorough in your approach, uh, in your communication, uh, in your project sheets in terms of um, making sure everyone knows at, at all points of what's going on and keeping them abreast, um, you know, and, and as the person that's, you know, managing that account and on the account management side of things, uh, you know, you're, you're looked upon as the glue. So um, it's really your your job to navigate all those resources and keep keep, keep the engine moving, as I like to say. Nice, man. Yeah, it would be definitely cool sometime to hear uh, a little bit more of of some of the projects you've you've worked on in the past. But these really big ones are they're definitely big. <laughs> so it's uh, I feel like anyone who's looking to have you on board would be very fortunate to be working with you for sure. Yeah, you know I've. Like I said, I've been very fortunate to work uh, at some great agencies with some great brands, and obviously, my most recent experience at Cloud Nine and working with uh, you know these, these very highly visible brands and uh, some big campaigns within the sports world that they're doing um, has been phenomenal and something that you know I will definitely um, uh, look at as uh, you know an opportunity to to carry that over to my next position and hopefully add. Um, know that type of value to the next organization uh, and position that i go to awesome that's that's i'm really excited to see where you're going to be landing next because it's probably going to be pretty big um yes i guess that we're we're down to the last question here which is um if if you're able to kind of uh set up or like maybe get uh, and cause you've already covered it a little bit with some of the, the key skills with the communication and, and, and all that stuff. Uh, but this last question is what are some important things about the industry that people should know if they want to get in and be successful? Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, it just depends on, I think, uh, what your, what your angle is or where you're coming from. Uh, I think. First and foremost, uh, you know, just like anybody wants to get in the sports industry, esports is is no different. At, at the end of the day, it's it's something that, of course, you're going to be passionate and excited about. But it's a business. Uh, it's about dollars and cents. So you've got to have that business mindset. Of course, it's nice to uh, you know geek out with other gamers and talk about gaming and be a part of that. But you know, it is a business, and you have to approach it like a business. And you have to approach. Uh, everything that you do, um, the decisions that are made, um, you know, just everything that goes into it, it is, it's business, it's, it's work, it's a job. So 
that's the approach you take. And I think, uh, especially for younger folks uh, that want to, you know, get into it, that maybe game and uh, you want to make a career out of it. I think it's really important to understand and uh, differentiate, distinguish that. You know, yes, it's something that I'm, I'm passionate and excited about in my in my personal time, but this is uh, at the end of the day a business and it's work. And um, you know, the brands or whoever are spending a lot of money here. We need to have that kind of professional approach. Um, I would say that's first and foremost. I think the next thing is a lot of, again, I don't know why I keep referring to younger folks, but it's, I think that's, I just have a personal passion in, in grooming and mentoring uh, younger folks that are, you know, coming out of college or probably a few years out of college that are looking to continue to take the next steps in their career. Um, I think an area that I've seen a lot of people maybe misstep is, uh, or when they reach out to me is they, they just say, I want to be in esports or I want to work in marketing or I want to work in this. And I think it's, it's, it's important to kind of understand where your area of discipline is and what your area of expertise is and really hone in on that and show companies that's where the value you're going to bring is. So, you know, saying I want to work in esports, it's just, what do you want to do there? Do you want, are you a content production person? Are you a social media expert? Do you work with influencers? Uh, Do you do sales? Do you sell partnerships? Do you manage partnerships? Do you, um, what is it specifically that you do? Are you in customer acquisition? So I think it's just important to hone in on your specific skill set and then make sure that where you're going, uh, you're, you're, you're showcasing and demonstrating your skill set and that's the value you're going to bring. And I think that's going to be the key to, uh, you know, landing your, your hopefully dream gig uh, in, in esports. And I think another key thing is to know that you may not, initially land your, your dream gig, but uh, just understand that everything that you do is a, is a step and a step and a step to, to getting where you want to go. So um, yeah, that would be my biggest advice, especially to younger folks that are, are looking to kind of break into the industry. Awesome. That's perfect. I think I'm going to find w- uh, a portion of that that last part that you talked about. And I think that would be a perfect thing to, to start as the intro. You know how people, they usually clip a, a portion of a podcast and they put it in the beginning. Yeah. I feel like what you said there is so powerful that I do want to add that to the very beginning of this conversation, um, just so people know what they can expect from from this this great chat we've had so far. So, Ara, I, I want to thank you so much for, for this time. And I know that you are working on some potential opportunities, but let's say that someone, it turns out they need someone like you and they just didn't know that you just weren't on the radar before. Uh, what would be the best way for these folks to get in touch with you? Yeah, obviously, uh, I'd say um, my LinkedIn profile is uh, probably my best, uh, you know, avenue to get in touch with me. I'm very active on LinkedIn. I my my LinkedIn profile um, pretty much mirrors my resume, so it, it, it'll provide a pretty in-depth uh, background as to my experience, as well as uh, you know, I'm on there daily, so it's I check my messages. So I would say um, the good initial touch point would be through LinkedIn. Um, and then from there we can touch base and figure out a time to chat and obviously connect through, through email and phone as well. Awesome. Ara, thank you so much for chatting and I hope you have an awesome rest of your week. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Dustin. All right. Take care. Have a good one.